friend, it's Kathleen Estes. Welcome to the Texas Football Mom Podcast, a show where we'll chat with some amazing guests about faith, family, and of course, football. One of my favorite things about football is that I get to meet people that I might not normally meet. And my guest today is a lady who I got to meet actually during the summer when our boys had the opportunity to play seven on seven together. And so I am so excited today to have Christina Yarnell on the show with me. Thank you for having me. It is an honor. You are a lawyer. A mom, a wife, and I noticed on Twitter that you call yourself CEO of That's four right. boys. That's right. My two oldest boys are my stepsons. Um, I've been involved in their lives since they were super, super little, so I can consider that a blessing because um, lots of times stepmoms come in, you know, further around the road. Right. Um, Nate was two when I met him. Wow. And, and Jake was seven. Okay. Um, and so I've been blessed to get to see them grow up and be a part of it. Yes, and then you have two biological boys as well. You have two boys underneath Nader. Okay, and how old are they? So, Wills is right underneath um, Nate, and he just turned nine. And then there's Jace. He's the baby, and he's six. Okay, I didn't know if maybe you were including your husband in the list of the four Four boys. boys. (laughs) Yeah, no, there's one older than (laughs) Nate. That's right. Okay. And he is 21. Okay, awesome. Now, um, so tell tell me a little bit about yourself yeah. right now. Are you still practicing law? Yeah, it's just part-time. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult. I do litigation, and that is just kind of a national practice. And so you have to wow. fly and travel, and things come up, and, you know, scheduling depositions and stuff like that. So it's very difficult to do that on a full-time basis and be around as a mom as much as I want to. So it's kind of part-time. It's kind of the back burner. Um, I do enough to kind of keep my mind fresh and um, stay up to date with my license. But being a mom is definitely my first job. That's awesome. Now, do all the boys play football? Um, So Jake, my oldest, played soccer. Okay. Um, And he was very fast and took to it really quickly um and so we kind of just let him keep going with Mm -hmm. it um looking back on it he wishes that he was had been a wide receiver Mm. um i think we didn't know any better and so we just kept letting him stick with soccer instead of trying to diversify okay and try lots of different sports we really just let him play basketball and he never played football Mm. um but he was excelled so much in soccer, we just didn't know any better. So we just sure. let him kind of be a one-sport athlete from very early on. Right. Um, soccer is a great sport, too. It is. <laughs> it is. Austin is not exactly a – it's becoming a soccer town. Right. But back when um, – he was born in 97. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was really just like Lone Stars was the only thing out. Sure. And um, – but but he loved it and he got to play in college and he got a full ride, Division One ride, and so it turned That's out incredible. fine. Yes, it turned out fine. But I think he still wishes and Dad still wishes that they would have given football a try. Sure. So, so it's just um, Nate and then the babies, of course, play flag football. Okay. And I call them the babies. They're like I said, they're six and nine, but sure. forever they're going to be your babies the babies and the big boys and they'll be like 25 and 27 and i'll still be calling them the babies but absolutely yeah. my baby's 13 mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i totally hear still you forever so when did nate start playing football so nate same thing we we kind of followed suit what jake was doing so we put him in soccer as his first sport which i think is such a good sport because it's you know they're conditioning because they're just running absolutely. running 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 
um, and good coordination skills and stuff like that. So he started playing soccer first, and he played it for a long time. I think Nate played soccer until he was, like, 10. Um, and then he p- played on his first flag team with, like, just some boys in our cul-de-sac when he was um, five Okay. in kinder. And um, it was kind of appealing in the sense that it was, like, a novelty because we were so wrapped up in the soccer world that it was, like, a, a new a sport. Thing. Yeah. Um, which my husband loved, right, and, like, and just... In Texas, you know, football is just ubiquitous, and and it's so it was so fun to like kind of get back involved in that, even on this little baby flag team. Sure. Um, and so Nate was not the quarterback. I think he was a receiver. He played defense, which is so funny to think back. Right. That, um, and obviously you don't want anyways. Your kindergartner specializing, but they. Um, I remember that first season, my husband looking at Nate and then looking at his hands, and he was like. Nate has huge hands. <laughs> He's so He's tall. Five. How tall is Nate right now? He is 6'6". Six, six. And, oh, co- wow. and it comes to him naturally. You know, my husband is 6'4". Nate's bio mom is every bit of 5'11". She may be 6 feet tall. Wow. And he is taller than his big brother, Jake. And so, I mean, I, I think he would like to stop growing, but he is every bit of 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> God love him. So, yeah, so when he was five, I remember my husband distinctly going, Nate's hands are so big. We should really see if he could throw because he can probably palm a football right now. And he did, and he kind of just took to it. Um, and then little by little, I think he just really enjoyed, and he'll say this now, how much he kind of the euphoria that he feels when he scores touchdowns. Yes. That it's just this powerful feeling that I think drives him. Absolutely. For those that don't know, Nate Yarnell is a quarterback at the Lake Travis High School. Um, he is currently our QB2. Yes. Hudson Card is in, in his senior year. Um, and to be a quarterback at Lake Travis is um, such an incredible honor. You know, the school has a reputation for developing amazing quarterbacks. So congratulations to Thank you and your family that your son is getting this opportunity to be part of such an incredible program. And he's such a gifted athlete. I'm curious, um, was it difficult for him to stop being a receiver? Did he like changing positions, learning how to throw yeah, instead? Back in the day? I don't know. I'd have to think back. and But I think he... Um, liked having kind of a command of the offense okay. and kind of being in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, I equate it sometimes to um, he really liked playing chess okay. when he was little and he was ah. on the chess team and he would he would win these chess tournaments. And I think the way that him and my husband's mind worked are very similar. I think <clears throat> the way he looks at a chess board is similar to the way that he looks at the field. And so he can really dissect things yeah and break down a defense that way and it's kind of like a puzzle to him on how to um how to beat a defense the same way and so i think i think he really took to that and he never really asked to play any other position um and every once in a while if we were beating a team real bad they put him in on defense and it was just hysterical to watch because like (laughs) there's just sheer athleticism that he's relying on because he doesn't know yes anything Sure. <clears throat> but it was comical. But I, I think once he started throwing, I don't think he ever looked back. I know for <clears> my <throat> son, there's so much work that goes into learning the plays, but that's for his position. Like mm-hmm. for the quarterback, they're having to learn 
everything. Right. Like, <clears throat> um, how much time does it take for him right now in yeah. studying? There's a pretty big playbook, and, I, you know, they're always adding new things. Right. Um, so I do think that is a massive part of it, but it comes so naturally to him. Right. That I don't think that's daunting at all. Um, I've never had to, like, sit down or say, you should probably look at your playbook or do you want to review some stuff? I mean, that's really <clears throat> William's department anyways. Okay. <laughs> but <clears throat> what they're doing at Lake Travis has far exceeded <clears throat> either of ours knowledge you know when sure. when Nate was little like Pop Warner stuff mm-hmm. my husband would go to these um clinics okay like football clinics uh-huh. and it was hysterical because they're like Mike Leach co- coaching clinics like like college level where wow. high school coaches are there and you know William's like well I'm here representing um you <laughs> <Right>. know the <clears throat> whatever Pop Warner team we were on at the time but he would get the DVDs and he would learn like all of these like cutting edge offenses as he wanted Nate to be, um, you know, far ahead in his understanding of systems and offenses and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, but and that's one of the reasons that that drove us to like Travis, because at the time, mm-hmm. Mike Wall, the OC before Coach Stein was doing all of that stuff. Right. Um, and excelling at it. And and so I think. Now we don't have to go over the plays and stuff like that so much with him because it's just he's immersed in it. And right. all the coaches at Lake Travis are just excelling at, at all that stuff that we do. we're just we're in the back seat now. It's fun. That's which I'm sure the coaches appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so you were living in Texas, but you actually moved so that you could get your your boys into yes. this program. Yes. So we um, we were in Austin. Like I said, my oldest played soccer and he went to the Air Force Academy. Um, so once he graduated, he was at uh, LASA, the Liberal Arts and Science Magnet. Okay. So once he graduated, we were just really actually down the street. So we moved down 71 into Lake Travis, just one zip code over. And um, once my oldest graduated, so Nate started the first year that they had tackle, um, okay. which is seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just loved football so much. And we really felt like he had a, um, a gift for it that we just thought we should put him in the best program and see if, if he thrives or not. Um, and so it was a risk, a huge risk. Sure. Um, but we really tried to just buy in on everything that the coaches were doing and saying. And um, so far, I mean, it, it's been amazing. Yeah. We're really, we really feel blessed to be a part of the program. Now, has Nate suffered any injuries that have caused him to miss significant amount of of time yeah Yeah. um you know funny he he, knock on wood it hasn't been too bad he's had a couple concussions one was in basketball Mm -hmm. one not even in football no neither of them were in football which is (laughs) what is um yeah ironic yeah um one was in basketball one was in lacrosse and um that kind of delayed like i think maybe his spring ball participation um and then he'll have like an occasional you know like you know maybe his he'll have a glute issue or like a Mm -hmm. you know pull a back muscle but nothing major thank goodness that is wonderful that's a blessing it is it is so does he still participate in multi-sports or is he focused now on just football i mean i think um his his passion obviously is is football and Mm -hmm. it kind of does 
require you to be bought in all, all year round just yeah. with spring ball and sevens and stuff. The coaches really want you to take a break. They really want you to use your athleticism to help different parts of the athletic program. Sure. Um, he hemmed and hawed about going back to lacrosse, and I think he really misses it. Yeah. Um, but being a multi-sport athlete is just so good for them. You get a whole different team. You get a whole different perspective of coaches, and you're using different muscles and like gaining, you know, different coordination skills. Um, and I think it makes you a better player overall at, at both sports. I definitely um, have read some articles because my son still loves soccer as yeah. well, and I read that seventy uh, percent of the D one scholarships went to football players that also played another yeah. sport. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought it. that was really fascinating. And they said they are typically easier to coach because they're used to being coached by more, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, having more voices. Uh, they're more adaptable. Yes. And um, they have other muscles developed yes. because of the other sports. So moms, encourage your kids. Yes. They can try multiple sports. So you've watched uh, Nate go from playing, you know, uh, when he was little to middle school, the first tackle experience, to freshman, JV, and now varsity. Yes. How are you as a mom managing the stress level of games? It's, um, it is difficult. I mean, my husband and I really have to be um, close partners in it because we're both, it is such an emotional roller coaster. Uh-huh. And one of my good friends said that as we were coming in, you know, making the transition from uh, like Travis Middle to the high school, that it's it's just a roller coaster. And there's there's some good days, there's some not great days, mm-hmm. and you just kind of got to ride it out. And I think that was really good advice because um, it is it's 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 hard to enjoy the games because you're so nervous for them. Right. For for not just only um, are they going to get a first down? Are they going to have a completion? Are, are they going to have you know? Are they going to get sacked? But also just their safety, you know. Right. Um, and my husband always considers it a win if Nate comes home. You know, yes, like we just want to come home safe. Then it was successful game. Yeah. So it hasn't been s- super entertaining since like <laughs> probably right. middle school. Um, because it isn't just the competitive competitive nature of it. Um, so, you know, probably my our freshman year, I, we played on Thursday nights. Okay. Freshman year. And I would remember waking up Friday mornings like a train hit me. Yeah. And my husband would be like, I'm beat too. And then we kind of realized there's, it's like a emotional hangover. Yes. <clears throat> absolutely. <clears throat> excuse me. For two hours, you're on edge Uh and stress and nervous for them. Um, And then it's like this release, like, okay, Mm -hmm. he did it where he's home safe. Um, And it's so, it's, it's a, it's a fine line of like enjoyment and nerves. Absolutely. I remember last season when we were in the playoffs and um, they actually put Nate in at one of the end of yes. the games in the playoffs. Yes. And he had a great moment, but I can't imagine as a mom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what you were feeling in that moment because the team we were playing was very physical. Yes, it was. It was so it was so stressful because, you know, you he 
wants to go in. He wants to help the team. And I, you know, I want that for him. But sure. at the same time, like, I just want him to be safe. <laughs> I just want him to do well, you know. And so you're like, all these awesome moms on the team, or the older moms were like, he's doing great. And they were texting me the whole time during the <laughs> Leslie game. Um, he just had two series, but both of those series, you know, you feel like you need like a paper lunch sack to just be breathing <laughs> and like hyper, hyper ventilating. Like keep breathing, keep breathing. He's going to do fine. He's going to do fine. Um, so yes, that was just a, a glimpse of it. Yes. So um, <clears throat> obviously you've probably learned a lot about the game of football. Yes, I just had to. Yeah, I I ordered the book Football for Dummies. Yes, so I could understand a little head. bit better when my child would say, "Oh, I'm a Y," and I'm like, "I have no idea what yes. that means." Yes. Um, but I'm sure you've gained a lot of knowledge um, about the game. So, what teams do you love to watch? Who are you a fan of? Yes, so I um, grew up in Austin. Okay, and my father's a professor at UT. So, of course, the Horns are my first and my favorite love. Um, nice. So, we grew up watching the Horns, and then I went to undergrad at Michigan. Okay. Um, so, of course, I have, so I now I have a Big Ten team and a Big 12 team. Um, Perfect. But really, I just love college football. Okay. And I love um, kind of just the pageantry of it and the, the school support of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all like, so young still you know like I think they haven't been jaded by like the fact that once you're on an NFL team you're kind of a commodity right and there's you're you're it's a business yeah um and so I love college football so the horns and the Wolverines are are my two teams I cheer on so is that a family event going to some of the games yes yes we just took um Jace my youngest his uh-huh. first horns game this weekend nice um and it was great it was just like you know a little tradition that 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 we started and that he's been able to to catch up and you know it's just it gives you goosebumps yes it is All it, it's stuff. it's exciting and it's enjoyable again because none of your children are on the field <laughs> <laughs> you get to watch it as a fan and right. relax yeah absolutely yes. so speaking of college um, education obviously is a part of the path that our boys yes. are on. How do you, as a mom, help um, balance that football all in, right? And yet you've got to give time to the academics, academics as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do. I'm very conscientious of it, especially when we're picking Nate's schedule, mm-hmm. um, uh, his, his academic courses. Yes. Um, he is very bright, and I don't want him to not challenge himself academically because um, football dominates his life. Sure. So I he's my humanities kid. My older one was a little bit more math and science. Okay. So I just tell him that he, he has to, um, you know, use the gifts that God gave him, mm-hmm. and he loves reading and writing, so he needs to take courses in that that are going to challenge him. So I make him take a lot of APs in like humanities so all of his out of his um histories and his english i make him take ap's on those the rest of them i'm like okay you can kind of slide a little bit in those courses because the ap's are so demanding in terms of outside work and um it's just a more rigorous curriculum um but i don't want him I, I, it is my goal to raise well-rounded children. Sure. I don't want to have just jocks in my house. Yeah. And so for the longest time, like, I was making Nate take piano lessons. Oh, wow. He just finally, 
we finally just ran out of time in his schedule sure. where I was feeling guilty that I was mm-hmm. making forcing him. I made Nate take choir at LTMS. Uh-huh. Um, just because I want them to be really well-rounded and not sure. just a, you know, one-dimensional jock. And I think the school and the coaches are really good about encouraging that, too. That's awesome. Yes. I, I love yeah. that, being a musical person. I think that yes. is um, such a, a great... Um, endeavor and mm-hmm. something worth worth the time and yet I do recognize there's only so many hours in the day. Yes. So what does it look like a typical night kid gets home from football practice you've got the younger ones what does yes. it look like in the Yarnell household yes. on an average we, weeknight? I try to have um I, I we always sit down for dinner together. That's really like our only cooking or takeout. Oh gosh. I start the I start the week with so much hope, and it usually quickly falls apart. But at least Monday and Tuesday I'm cooking, and then it might be pizza for the rest of the week. Uh, you're um, doing better. Than I know. Me. I, I start with a lot of a lot of hope, and then um, you know we don't the the boys are the, are on different schedules for um, you know what time they leave for school in the morning. So really, dinners are only opportunity. Sure. So I try to plan dinner so that like when Nate walks in the door, like we're all waiting so that we can like hold all of our conversations about how our day went until we can all sit down together that's awesome um and like sometimes he's in a good mood sometimes he's in a bad mood um but he's also just starving when he gets home so as long yes. as i have like um something ready for him then he won't be so hangry and we can all mm-hmm. enjoy each other's company for a little bit um and so i and it's funny because the little ones you know start to pick up on you know like and they'll start asking him questions, you know, like, oh, well, Nate, you know, like, how many reps you get today? And, and did you get, to, did you do an ice bath after, after class? <laughs> I love after it. school? And like, you know, and, and, you know, how, how's, you know, so-and-so's injury and, you know, how are you feeling? You know, it's funny that they like pick up on like the little nuances too. It's um, great. Obviously they're proud of their big brother. Yes. They think he hung them in. I'm sure they do. So how do you navigate it as a family when your younger boys have something going on that might conflict with the older boys in special activities? How do you guys navigate that? It's hard. It's really hard. Um, When the babies were little, I remember I had to hire a babysitter, Mm -hmm. just basically like an Uber. Yeah. She was just driving the big boys to their practices. Right. Because it was so hard to schlep the babies to all their practices. Um, now it's gotten a little bit easier, you know, because they don't have like nap times and we don't have to mm-hmm. have like snacks and diaper changes. Um, Only mother nap times, right? right. So <laughs> it's gotten a little bit easier. Um, and now, you know, Nate's stuff is really Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. And so if the boys have stuff on the weekends, Nate can come. That's great. And that is, I mean, they get so excited when he can join us. Um, and so now the conflicts have gotten a little bit better, but of course during um, you know my my older one was playing soccer at the Air Force Academy, and so they would always kind of banter back and forth like, oh, "Well, I'm the favorite this season," so like, <laughs> "Ah, well, football came back around. Nate's, Nate's the favorite again," because it just it really sure. does like dominate your schedule and your life and your thoughts and prayers so it does it does kind of consume you absolutely so what would you say is your greatest joy as a football mom um i love seeing nate try to meet his potential Mm -hmm. because i think he does have so many blessings um 
especially athletically, and to see him, you know, be in a program that fuels that and and supports that um, and tries to bring out the best in all the boys, mm-hmm. um, it is just uh, such a relief. Yeah, to be able to see like, oh, okay, we're on the right path. Mm-hmm. We're doing the best things we can for him. Yeah, and um, letting him kind of. Now that we put him in the right place, like kind of letting him guide, you know, this is enjoyable to me. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to be here. Mm -hmm. Um, And so kind of just knowing that we have, for now, done the right things to to let him meet his potential is like such, such a blessing. And it is such a great program. How do you engage and volunteer and what do you like to do to support the program? Yeah. um, You know, now that... um, we don't have to be as involved as much, you know, in the in the the logistics and the X's and O's because the coaches are so. Um, I mean, they're they're running a collegiate program at Lake Travis. There's no doubt, and so um, because I'm so grateful that that you know Nate's a part of it, and I feel like how can I give back? How can I help it work? You know, support it and and fuel it even more. Um, so for the first two years that uh, Nate's freshman sophomore year I ran um one of their fundraisers called Huddles and Heels. Love that. Um, it's so oh, fun. it was amazing. It's amazing. Um it is a um all female event. Mm-hmm. Um it's like a, a sit down dinner with a silent auction and the coaches come and it kind of kicks off the football season for the program and and it was it's so fun. Um and and raises a little bit a little bit of money for the program. Yeah. So I did that for a couple years, um, and then just kind of help out wherever is needed. This year, I'm going to do the um, banquet, the end of year banquet. Wonderful. Um, and I just try to love on these coaches as much as I can because, at the end of the day, they really are probably spending more time with our children than their own. Right. And I I just I don't have enough words to like describe you know how much I just want to hug those guys because mm-hmm. if you're spending those that many hours with my kid um i i feel such at ease knowing that they're good guys that are bringing you know a good value system that needs around you know that yes. are just raising gentlemen not just jocks um, absolutely and so i'm just so grateful for that you know like what if we were sending them to a program and you're like well i don't well I'm just not really sure what they're going to instill in my son. And so whatever I can do to help the program, I do, because I feel like we're so glad to be out here. Yes, we are so blessed. And also a thank you to all the coaches' wives that yes. allow their husbands yes. um, to give all that time to pour oh into gosh, our yeah. boys. Yeah. It, we really are incredibly blessed. They are. So what is one thing that if you <clears throat> could tell a incoming freshman mom, what advice would you give her? Um, you know, the same thing uh, that my good friend Amanda Tennant told me. You know, there's highs and lows. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes the lows last longer. Yeah. But just write it out because um, if if your son is excelling and he's enjoying it, it is it is a thousand percent worth it because, um, you know, Coach Carter is so wonderful about setting the tone that um, that he is trying to instill in them character and life lessons for them to take from the football field as Mm -hmm. adults um because you know at the end of the day you know 
there's not many people that are going to go to the NFL, right. you know, but they are going to be husbands and bosses yes. and community leaders and the microcosms that you can take from the lessons you learn on the field transform into, you know, how you can be a good adult. And I love that Coach Carter does that. That is really unique to have that blend of, um, uh, I guess it's like, you know, kind of leadership training. Absolutely. But also, you know, we're going to demand a lot of you, Mm -hmm. but you're going to get a lot out of it in the long run. Um, So I would just ride out the highs and the lows because it's a a thousand percent worth it for, for what you're son is going to come out with that's awesome christina yarnell thank you so much for giving us your time today and sharing your story i know life is busy so thank you for spending time with us today if you enjoyed this podcast please take a moment and rate us and don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode you can always follow me on instagram at texas football mom I'm Kathleen Estes, reminding you to find joy in whatever season you are in today and to always celebrate life's first downs.